how God loves us so much that he made his word available to us to be strengthened, to live and to win every day. Get your hearts prepared today as you receive this life-transforming truth from Favor Ebenong and be changed forever. God bless you. Praise God. You know, I've come to discover something that a lot of Christians, when you see a Christian who is not enjoying is our Christianity. You see, one thing, one thing is the problem. One thing, one thing is the problem. Because, you see, when a man becomes born again, okay, he's different. His life is different. His life is changed. Someone says, you know, when I just, since I became a Christian, I have to just tell you the truth. Things have not been working well for me. <laughs> but were things working well for you when you were not born again? If things were fine, then why, why did you become born again then? You see, things were not fine. Things were not fine. That, that is why we all came to Christ. See, things we not find. And for things to become fine, we have to understand where we are now. See, where we are now. We are born again in a new place. We didn't relocate. You know, when you relocate, you're still that same person. When you relocate from one city to another, you're still that the same. You're still that same person. So we didn't relocate. We died in the old place, and we were born again in a new place. Born in a new place. All things are passed away. That's what the Bible. That's what the Bible says. When the Bible says all things are passed away, it says that. The former problems died when you died. See, they all died when you died. All things, he said, behold, all things have become new. Second Corinthians 5 17. See that all things have become new. See this new place that you are now. That is new. Why did he say see? Because when you see, you know, and you start living. Many, you know, you know the problem. The problem with many Christians is, after being born again, they didn't change their lifestyle, so they became worse. You're likely to be worse because your problems will double. You know why? Because light exposes darkness. The Bible says light and darkness have nothing in common. They're enemies. So when a room is dark, for example, and there are contrabands in the room, you, you would not see them. But when the light comes on, it exposes, it exposes everything. 
you see it exposes everything there we can now see what is in the room oh look at what is in this room look at now see when you be when you came to christ you came to light the bible says god is light you see you came to light and then if you continue to live the lifestyle that you were living when you were not in christ light will expose that thing if it's a sickness if it's a sickness that troubles you when you are not in christ that sickness may become worse because darkness and light are enemies so you cannot be in light and walk in darkness you see okay but um, i just wanted to put out that out there i want to open a scripture can we just um can we just look at my screen there's something i want to i want to explain something that's going to change your whole life tonight praise the lord the book of ephesians chapter 3 i'm going to share my screen now ephesians chapter 3 okay yeah so that's my screen I'm going to read from verse 14. Now look at look at verse 14 there. It says for this cause this is apostle Paul. Apostle Paul is talking now. It says for this cause that means for this reason. Okay. I bow my knees unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of whom the whole family in heaven is in, in on earth. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that it will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirits in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith i want you guys to look at this verse 17 very well okay it says Christ may dwell is the prayer remember in verse 14 he says i bow my knees unto the father of our lord jesus christ so he's praying all is praying now verse 17 he says i pray that christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love now what does it mean for christ to be to dwell in your hearts being born again See when you when you got born again Christ came to dwell in your hearts. You see? Now he's saying, I pray that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love. Now, when you become born again, you are expected to be rooted and grounded in love i'm going to explain what this means this is the problem of the reason why many people don't get results in their christian life some of them are frustrated you see this is the key this is the secret and it's called love love here yeah, is called agape the different kind of love see there's the eros love there's the filial love there's the agape love this agape love is the love of god god's kind of love 
And Paul is saying, he said, you should be rooted and grounded in this kind of love. Rooted means let love get to the roots of your heart, the roots of your spirits. Then grounded there means it should mix, it should mix with your spirits. That's what it means by you rooted and grounded in love. Now, verse 18, it says, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the length, what is the breadth, the length and depth and height. Verse 19, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, I want to explain verse 18, okay? It says, after being rooted and grounded in love, you will be able to comprehend with all saints comprehend now the word comprehend i want to explain this word comprehend doesn't mean that you know when i say you're not comprehending me that means you're not understanding me no this is not the meaning of this comprehend see this comprehend means the greek word is pata lambano it means to take something for yourself because you need it you see so he's saying you will be able to take for yourself with all saints what is the breadth meaning meaning the breadth what is breadth breadth is the wideness right the wideness of love how wide you can love how how wide you can love the wideness of love how many people does your love cover how how far can you love you see the breadth of love the length of love and the depth of love and the height of love now i I want us to read it again i'm going to read it from verse 17 to 18 it says that christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, and depth and height. Why why does he want us to love this much? Why does he want us to express God's love this much? Verse 19. Says, and to know the love of Christ. say you have to know the love of christ see this knowing here is is not something to say oh i know you hey i know that thing oh i know i know that thing no this knowing is a different knowing is is called a realization a revelation one day you just you just came to realization that god loves me god really loves me i mean God loves me. I, I didn't have not seen it this way before. He loves me so much. God really loves me. He said that you may know the love of Christ. He said Christ loves me. You know, I came to find out that the devil, one of the things the devil does is it likes to give you a different perspective of God. 
he does it to the children of God. He, he, he just deceives you to think that God is angry with you. That what you just did now, God hates it. And God doesn't want to see you. In fact, what you're going through now is because God is angry, is angry with you. The reason why your life is like that is because God is not even happy with you at all. So your faith, you cannot really express your faith. You cannot be confident as a Christian anymore. You are suffering, but you're a Christian. Because you have a different perspective of God. So you cannot even enjoy what other Christians are enjoying. Because you don't know the love of Christ. You see? You don't know the love of Christ. You don't have the revelation knowledge of the love of Christ. You've not come to realization of the love of Christ. It is that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That you being rooted and grounded in this love of God may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, what is the breadth, the length, the depth. What is the breadth, the, the depth, the height of the love of God? And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. What kind of knowledge is this? Is the scientific knowledge See, the knowledge of this world. A normal human being cannot understand this kind of love. They cannot understand this kind of love. So he says, this love, when you know this love, it passes, it surpasses the knowledge of this world. You cannot use your, your normal human mind to understand this love because you've not seen Jesus. You were you you've not seen Jesus. You have to have a revelation that Jesus really died for you. You see? So it takes someone who is born again and who has been given a revelation to understand, to know this love of Christ. He says, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you might be filled, glory to God, with all the fullness of God. Now this is the biggest thing ever. That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Be filled with all the fullness of God. You see, the problem with many people is that, see, they've not been made perfect, perfected in love. See, they've, they've not been made perfected in love. See, now, the more you understand the love of Christ, the more you walk in the love of Christ, the more your Christianity is authentic. And the more you see more results in your in your life, in your Christian life, in every area of your life. Why? You know, um, Jesus came into this world. See, God sent Jesus, okay? God sent Jesus to show us how man is supposed to live. How a man is supposed to live in this world. You see, Jesus loved everyone. <laughs> Jesus loved everyone. The Bible says Jesus even cried when he saw people sick, people that hated him, 
they hated him. He loved everyone. The Bible says, when you know that kind of love, it says, it says, and to know the love of Christ. Look at look at look at verse 19 again. It says, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, which passes knowledge that denied Peter, denied Jesus. When Jesus came and saw that same Peter, Peter was expecting Jesus to scold him. But Jesus didn't even remind him of what he did. He forgot what he did. He, he, didn't, he didn't cross his mind. He didn't remind. He, he, he did not say, Peter, look at what you did. He says, when you know that kind of love, when you walk in that kind of love, he says, it means that you have been filled with all the fullness of God. Now, I want to explain something to you. There's a difference between being filled with the fullness of God and you be, you receiving the fullness of God. Okay. Now, I want you to to look at my screen. I'm going to show you um, something, and I will come back here. There's a difference between filled with the fullness of God and receive the fullness of God. Now, I'm going to go to the book of John, John chapter one, verse sixteen. Now look at this. John John 1 verse 16 says, And of his fullness have we all received, and grace for grace. He said, We've received the fullness of Christ. When you became born again, you received the fullness, the totality of Christ. That means God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, you received all into your spirits. You see, you've received it, but it's different, but we it's different from being filled with it. It's just like someone who received the Holy Spirit and someone who is filled with the Holy Spirit. They're two different things. You, you can receive the Holy Spirit, but when we say you are filled with the Holy Spirit, it means that you are filled at that particular time with the anointing to put to work. For example, now, while I'm talking to you now, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, it's like an anointing that comes on you to operate, you see. Now, let's go back to Ephesians. Now, I said, I said, this is what you receive, the fullness of God. You received the fullness of God when you were born again, right? Now, now let's go to, let's go back to Ephesians 3, where I came from. Ephesians 3, verse 14, verse, verse Say, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, so this is the secret. When you know the love of God, see, when you know the love of God, you know it. You know, when we talk about knowing something, you really know it. You know it. He said, then you'll be filled with all the fullness of God. Ha. Do you know the Bible says, faith walketh by love? Love, every faith that works, when you see a faith produce any results, there is love backing that faith. You understand what I'm saying? You know, we all live by faith. A Christian lives by faith. Without faith, you cannot get anything from God. Without faith, you cannot please God. 
without faith. A Christian who is sick, if he doesn't express his faith, he will die even while God is looking at him. That's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. But I'm trying to tell you something. I said, wherever faith works, anywhere you see the working of faith produce results, love backs it up. There's love backing it up. I'm going to show you shortly. Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. Now look at it. It says, For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availed anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith worketh. But faith which worketh by love. It said, In Christ Jesus, we don't care about circumcision or uncircumcision. All we know is that faith worketh by love. You see, now let's go to the book of um, 1 John chapter 4. Verse 15. Now I'm going to read. Um, let me read from verse 15, okay? Now it says, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God had to us. The same love, agape, the God love. He said, We have known and believed the love that God had to us. God is love. God is love. Okay. And he that loveth, and he that dwelleth in love, dwelleth in God, in God in him. He said, He that dwelleth in love. That means, see, when you work in the consciousness, when you work in love, you work in love. When you work in love, it says, You're walking in God. You are walking in God. <laughs> when you work in love, you are walking in God. Have you? Do, do you know that there was a there was a man, there was a guy that they brought to Jesus to heal. Okay, the guy had palsy, and then Jesus was not there, but the disciples were there, and the disciples laid hands on this guy, but nothing happened. But when Jesus came, Jesus commanded the evil spirit to get out. And the guy was healed. What do you think happened there? They did everything they understood. They saw Jesus do. You see, they practiced everything they saw Jesus did. But then, it didn't work. Faith walked by love. They didn't know this love. You know, Jesus had not died then. Yeah. See, when Jesus died, he discovered the love. They said, this man loves, this man's love. Is, see, when they knew it, they were filled with the fullness of Christ. The Bible says, John and Peter went about preaching the love of God. See, when John and Peter were going to the, the synagogue, okay, in the temple, in the beautiful, the, the beautiful gates. And they saw a man that was lame, okay? The, this man was lame. He has been lame for, for several years. And then this man said, was, was asking for money. And Peter said, silver and gold I have none, but such as I have given unto you in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. When that man got up and was working, when the people saw 
they knew this man and they saw that this man is working. That saw an opportunity to preach to them. And you know what he told them? He said, I did this thing. See, by the name of the man, Jesus Christ, who loved you. He had realized the love of God. He had realized the love of God. That is why they, they, they see, they were not afraid. They were not afraid. Now let's continue reading. Let's continue reading. Okay, verse 6, verse 16, sorry. He said, and we have known and believed the love of God, the, the love that God had to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Now, he said, hearing is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. When your love is perfect, you have boldness. There is no fear. Look at verse 18. He said, there is no fear in love. When, see, when you understand the love of Christ, you'll be afraid of nothing. The reason why many Christians are afraid, and any little thing, they're afraid. Their hearts, it's, uh, hey, hey, they're, they're, hey, come on, I don't, I don't want to die. Hey, you see, when people are afraid of death, they don't know the love of God. <laughs> you don't know the love of God. It says there is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casted out fear. Perfect love casted out fear. You want to walk in the fullness of God. You need to walk in love. Because you will be afraid of nothing. Your faith will be strong. See, don't even focus on faith. Focus on love. Naturally, faith will flow out through you. Things will work for you. Perfect love casted out fear. It casted out See, you don't need to cast out fear. Hey, fear, get out of me. Hey, fear, in the name of Jesus, get out of me. No, he said perfect love. When you love, when you understand the love of God, when you're walking in love, it's casted out fear. Fear of death, fear of sickness, fear of um, failure, fear of poverty, fear of childlessness, fear of anything. Anything. Perfect love casted out fear. He said, because fear adds torments. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So I cannot fear. I refuse to fear. See, when you walk in fear, you cannot walk in faith. You see, many people walk in fear. I've, I came to discover something that there are a lot of people, especially Christians, truly deep down, they're not enjoying their Christian life. I mean, it is possible to be a Christian without any problem. It is very possible. Every day when you wake up, you're like, oh dear God, thank you for loving me. You, because you know, you know, you're not just saying it, you know, you see, you know this love. You know this love. When you read Jesus, when you study about Jesus, you see the way Jesus loved people. That is how God loves you. So I say, how, how do I know God's love? Study about Jesus and his love. Because Jesus is God. You see, Jesus is God. And you see the way he demonstrated his love. He walked in the fullness of God. 
he walked in the fullness of God. There was no helpless person that came to Jesus that Jesus did not help. Jesus was help himself. Why? Because he walked in love. He loved his father so much. He talked about his father always. He said, "I am my father more. My father, my f-. see, that's why it, it was so hard for him to die. When it was time for Jesus to die, it was hard because he had to pl- the sin of this world had to be placed on him and then he would be separated from his father. He had never been separated from his father before. Because God does not look at sin. So God had to turn his back on Jesus. It was hard for God though. It was hard. It's only begotten son. You see what love could do. But let me tell you something. One thing interesting about it was was that Jesus Jesus was excited to do it. Why? Because of love. See, love never fails, as the Bible says. He knew. The Bible says he endured the because of the glory that was ahead. Because of the glory. So love always produced results. Jesus had results. What he came to this earth to do, he did it. And he was a success in it. Why? Because he walked in love. He did it in love. He did it by love. You see? He did it by love. I said, love never fails. I was telling someone, I said, when you see two married people, for example, they're filing for divorce. They don't want to marry again. They're not hate themselves. They're not. I said, they, they don't know what love is. They, they never loved. They think love, they think when they think when you love someone, you think it's about the romantic love, eros. No. When the Bible talked about love, man and woman, it was, it was talking about the God kind of love, agape. It says, men, love your wife just as Christ loves the church. That's what the Bible says. As Christ loves the church, how did Christ love the church? How does Christ love the body of Christ, of, of the body? How does He love His body? How does He love us unconditionally? Is a kind of love that is not moved by feelings. You see, is the love of God when two people who are married love themselves like that? Their marriage can never fail because the Bible says love never fails. So the Bible, the Bible. The Bible is not contradicting. The word of God is truth. All you just need to do is to have a, an understanding of the word. See, a proper understanding of the word. So, when you say you love someone, when when you say I love you, what you're saying is, I. You know, we we just read now that God is love. So when you say, I love you, so you're saying, I, then love, and you. So three people, you, God, and that person. So you're not, you're not, you cannot say, I don't love you again because of what you did to me. No. Because God is involved. This love is not controlled by feelings. You see, this love is a love that is better by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit. Jesus did not say, I don't love you guys again because you killed me. I, do, I don't love you again because you treated me this way. No. Papa said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He so loved the world. The word, 
people of the world. That's what he said. He loved them so much. And they were living in sin. He still loved them. He still loved them. So much. So, let us um, see, God is to you what you see him to be. God is to you what what you see him to be. It becomes to you what you see him to be. Because, because when you say, God, see, I always have to pray to God for God to be happy with me. You cannot be consistent in prayer like that. You see, you cannot be consistent in prayer like that. You get frustrated. You get frustrated, but, but when you understand that this is my father, he loves me so much. He loves to hear me. See, he loves to hear me. It is his good will. The Bible says it is his good will to give us all things. For it is his good pleasure. It loves us so much. So much. And then the Bible says you should know that love for yourself. Walk in the consciousness of that love. And then you will be filled with all the fullness of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All things will work for you. Everything will work for you. Everything, your faith will produce results for you. You will be bold. <laughs> you will be bold. You will be bold. When someone comes to threaten you, you say, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm made perfected in love. I am made perfect. This is not a love. See, this is not a love that you'll be, you'll be scared. Oh, you know what? Um, my, my, it's not, it's, this is not your physical father. See, this is, you can't be scared in this kind of love. You see, you, you can't be scared. It's a love that gives you joy. Joy from the inside. Joy unspeakable. Joy indescribable. You see, Through this love, you walk in health, you walk in prosperity, you walk in anything great in life. You see, and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ will be with you and multiply. That's why the Bible says, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. That means you know God, you know His love, and you walk in it. The grace is multiplied to you. You see. I trust that you are blessed and transformed by the word of God. To contact us, kindly send an email to thegreaterlifeglobal at gmail.com or any of our social media platforms at Greater Life Global. Thank you and God bless you.